Welcome to Things You Missed in Sunday School, where we talk about the lesser known, the obscure, but interesting stories from the Bible and church history. My name is Spencer. My name is Ron. My name's Kendall. And we have compiled an exhaustive list of people, places, things, ideas, and events that we're going to go through one by one over the course of this series. This is entry number 14 from the list entitled Bear Attack. Do either of you guys have any funny animal attack stories? Oh, wow. I, I, I can think of two. Vicious. Okay. Vicious attacks. Oh, great. Uh, not necessarily on me, but uh, I'll share one. If you have one, you go in and I'll come back with the other one. But the first one was I was principal at Jennings County High School, and we were there at the beginning of the, the morning. The day's getting going. Stuff's busy in the main office. I'm talking to people in and out, getting ready to do some morning announcements, and I get this phone call from Olivia, uh, who was a, a student in high school at the time, but she was still home. And uh, they tell me that, hey, your daughter's on the phone. She sounds kind of frantic. Okay. So I, I get the phone and, and um, Olivia's saying, dad, dad, you got to come home. There's an armadillo <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> an armadillo? An armadillo. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is, but we got to go see because this is going to be good. Oh, Mr. Uh, Hearn, Todd Hearn was with me and, and we walked over and, and sure enough, it was a raccoon in the garage, but <laughs> Olivia swears to this day that we had an armadillo in the garage oh, ready my... to attack her. Wow, that's great. How old was she? <laughs> she, was, she was in high school. <laughs> I hope she listens to this. That's oh, awesome. That's great. That is great. That's funny. Uh, I don't really, I mean, I've been attacked by church members, but not, <laughs> not animals. Some might say that. those are animals. <laughs> I'm so, that wasn't very nice. No, I've never been attacked, uh, but but uh, my brother one time was uh, carrying papers and his paper out. Okay. And he walked under like an archway in someone's yard to deliver the the paper, and a uh, a nest of yellow jackets just dropped Ooh. on him, oh. and and uh, they just started stinging the fire out of him, and oh, he had to go to the hospital. I mean, he was pretty swollen up, mm. and uh, if I'm not mistaken, to this day he's allergic to bees. I'm, I'm sure that's probably <laughs> what did it, but yeah. that was awful. It's funny now. Yeah, and my other one's kind of a similar scenario. I was I was at school, and this time I got a phone call. Now, we lived next to the school property, mm-hmm. so it was easy for me to get home. But this time I got a phone call, and Sandy and Olivia were at home. Okay, they were uh, there. There was an animal in the house, according to them. You know, like a lion, tiger, or bear right. type animal Something in the, in the house. Yeah, and uh, again frantic. So I go home, and I, I I go into the house. One of them is up on the kitchen table okay and the other one's hiding in a shower <laughs> and, and i'm like oh my goodness what is it and I, I think olivia was on the table and she's saying it's in there and we had this cabinet with drawers <laughs> yeah. and so I, I start to go through it and it's just this you know a little ground squirrel you know type thing that had gotten in and was running around oh, in the man. house and going in and out but they're literally one on the table and one hiding in the shower because <laughs> this creature is going to devour them oh man that's great I, I got nothing, man. I'm just la- that's hilarious. I'm, I'm just getting a visual right now. That's a- I do not. I don't think I've ever been attacked by an animal. I don't have a really good one. But I, I, I have read Johnny Cash's autobiography, and I remember reading in that book a story about him being attacked, and he says nearly to death by of all animals, an ostrich. And I'm just going to quote straight from his book, this little story from his book. <laughs> okay. He says in his autobiography, 
Ostrich attacks are rare in Tennessee. Is what I, this is, <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> that's straight from his book. Only, oh, but only if you're a boy named Sue. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so I'm quoting his book. He says, Ostrich attacks are rare in Tennessee. But this one really happened. On the grounds of the exotic animal park I'd established behind the House of Cash offices near my house, it occurred during a particularly bitter winter when below zero temperatures had reduced our ostrich population. <laughs> the fact that he has an ostrich population is hilarious. Uh, it had reduced our ostrich population by half. Uh, he had a female ostrich. They're called hens, by the way. He had a, a hen that wouldn't come into the barn, so she froze to death, and that made the male ostrich cranky, okay? So back to quoting, it says... And he knows this. Yes, because of what happens. Before then, the, the male ostrich had been perfectly pleasant with me. One day, though, he was not happy to see me. I was walking through the woods in the compound when suddenly he jumped out onto the trail in front of me and crouched there with his wings spread out, hissing nastily. Nothing came of that encounter. I just stood there until he laid his wings back, quit hissing, and moved off. Then I walked on. And as I walked, I plotted. He'd be waiting for me when I came back by there, ready to give me the same treatment. And I couldn't have that. I was the boss. It was my land. The ostrich didn't care. When I came back, I was carrying a good, stout, six-foot stick. And I was prepared to use it. And sure enough, there he was on my trail in front of me doing his thing. When he started moving toward me, I went on the offensive, taking a good hard swipe at him. I missed. He wasn't there. He was in the air, and a split second later, he was on his way down again with that big toe of his, larger than my size 13 shoe, extended toward my stomach. Oh my. He made contact, and frankly, I got off lightly. All he did was break my two lower ribs and rip my stomach open down to my belt. If the belt hadn't been good and strong with a solid belt buckle, he would have spilled my guts exactly the way he meant to. And as it was, he knocked me over onto my back and I broke three more ribs on a rock, but I had the sense enough to keep swinging the stick so he didn't get to finish me. I scored a good hit on one of his legs and he ran off. They cleaned my wounds, stitched me up and sent me home, but I was nowhere near good as new. Those five broken ribs hurt. Wow. That one's on Johnny. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm Why do you the, have ostriches? I'm in the ostrich's corner on this one, man. <laughs> yeah. you, you go through swinging a stick... I, I'm probably going to attack too. First of all, why do you have them? Secondly, yeah. you're walking in their turf, their territory, and then you're swinging a six-foot stick at them? Mm -hmm. I'm on the defense. <laughs> the reason we bring this up is because the story that we're talking about today from the Bible deals with animal attacks. Uh, we're in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 2, verses 23 and tw through 25, and it's about the prophet Elisha. Mm -hmm. Now, just to give you a context of when this story is taking place, this is one chapter after Elijah, Elijah went into heaven on chariots of fire, which is a subject for another day. Uh, he's gone, and Elisha is basically Elijah's replacement. Right. And so here's what 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 23 through 25 say. Okay, it says, He went up from there to Bethel, and while he was going up on the way, some small boys came out of the city and jeered at him, saying, Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head! <laughs> Great insult, by the way. This is great. Oh, okay. Here's the rest of it. And he turned around, and when he saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord. And two she-bears came out of the woods and tore 42 of the boys. From there, he went on to Mount Carmel. And from there, he returned to Samaria. End of story. So to ask the question that's on everyone's mind, 
What? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What was that all about? Uh, Just a chapter before, Elijah goes into heaven on chariots of fire, and then one of the first thing, one of the first stories of just Elisha is this story of bears attacking forty-two kids. I get it. You get it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was in the fifth grade, and uh, (laughs) uh, two kids on recess called me a two-toned elephant. And so I beat him up, man. And and I got I wound up getting waxed. A two ton uh, elephant. Yeah, you know I I was a little chunky in the fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I get it. So when did you lose a ton? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just kept going. I just kept going. I gotcha. Uh, that jeer that they were saying, "Go up, you bald head." That what kind of insult is that? Not very creative. I get. I guess he was bald. Yeah. Well, that was a uh, he shaved it bald, right? I mean that was a a, a vow. Oh, was that, it? That he had yeah. made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a genetic thing. Okay. Gotcha. But it's not a very good insult. But either way, yeah, they're just making fun of being bald. This group of youngsters, from what I've studied about it, that would have been they wouldn't have been under twelve. They would have been when they call them young. That would have been anywhere from teenage to maybe even up to thirty-ish. But the the story, the way I have read it, is in Bethel, this group of boys would have been very similar to a a gang in a city okay. today, and they had been creating havoc in the area and and really unruly. And so when they started jeering at him, especially for you know he took that as his religious beliefs. So the, to put it in perspective, would be very similar to a ghetto type. Um, situation and a gang kind of ridiculing him or getting mm. ready to attack him. Yeah, I mean, so so yeah, it wasn't like a bunch of little kids that were just having fun yeah, with this right. guy. That which is the way a lot of people interpret that, right, and they right. can't understand that. But you know, it, in context of that, and these are older guys. They, this is not a very good insult. You know, <laughs> it's I'm, not. Th- I'm thinking, really, that's the best you can come <laughs> yeah. up with. You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can think of a lot better ones. What? <laughs> you you want you really want one? Well, sure, let's hear uh, it. Okay, Elisha, you're the reason the gene pool needs a lifeguard. <laughs> how, about, how about that? Isn't that that's good? good <laughs> I think that's a great one. You had that one in the chamber. Man. I was ready to I was ready to fire that. We were actually at uh, Ed DeBevick's in Chicago. Have you ever eaten there? <laughs> I have not. I, I think it's out of business. I can't imagine why they went out of business, but <laughs> it's the restaurant that you would go into, okay. and everybody that worked there insulted you when you came in. Okay. The waitresses and everybody, you know, and then you, your job as guests were to insult the waitresses back. And so what? I was there with the sixth grade class uh, here from Columbus Christian and with Nick, and, and we were up at Ed DeBevick's, and this waitress was really good, man. Yeah. I mean, she was just throwing insults at people left and right, and she was very quick. All of a sudden, Nick comes out of nowhere and says, excuse me, but were you born stupid or do you have to practice? <laughs> I thought that was great. That's great. That's hilarious. Anyway. yeah, I've seen this one by Muhammad Ali. You ready for this one? <laughs> if they can make penicillin out of moldy bread, they can sure make something out of you. Oh, that's pretty harsh, isn't it? That's harsh. Yeah. How about this one? There, there's no vaccine for stupidity. <laughs> that's pretty funny, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, being right-handed, this this is funny. You look like something I would draw with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very nice. Uh, this one's pretty good, I think. Sure, I've seen people like you before, but I had to pay admission at the circus. <laughs> That's as bad as what, what they what they used to say. Did you get the license plate of that Mack truck that just hit you? Or <laughs> exactly, nice. exactly. How about this one? You're like Mondays. 
Nobody likes you. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just going to start... People I don't like, I'm just going to start calling them Monday. What's up, Monday? Hey, what's, what's up, like, Monday? Uh, I'm not saying that I hate you, but I would unplug your life support to charge my phone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. good. Oh, I'm man. checking out of this conversation. Probably should. <laughs> Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? <laughs> Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Because you for sure got kicked out. <laughs> When you were passing out brains, you thought they said trains and said, give me a slow one? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. Here's, here's one of the greatest ones I've ever heard uh, from, uh, from someone. Like, I really, I really heard this one in real life. Uh, I was at Hilltop Christian Camp, and the week I was there, we had a, a talent show. And we had these judges, these these adult judges that were trying to portray like the American Idol traditional judges. You got the real mean one and you got the, you know, you got the lady who's always positive, even if the person was real bad. And then you got the one guy who's maybe like trying to be best friends with everybody. Okay. The mean one, the nice one, and then kind of like the mild one. Well, after one skit that was just fine, like it was fine skit, the, the mean judge that we had there uh, came back with this one. If they ever make a Fast and the Furious 17, there will be more original ideas in that movie than what I just saw on that stage. <laughs> oh, man. That's These are a whole bunch of fifth and sixth graders. That was that a camp? That was a camp, yeah. That's awful. It's great. It's it was hilarious. It's hilarious. Wow. Okay. Th- this one uh, might be good. I don't know. Here, You know the you're so old joke? Sure. Here's one. Uh, you're so old, when you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. <laughs> Uh, that's a great one. That's, you're so dumb, you thought Cheerios were donut seeds? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're not? <laughs> so either way, I guess the point is that they probably could have been more creative with their insults towards Elisha. Uh, but I guess my question is, whenever I read a story like this, is why on earth is this story even included in Scripture? There, At the end of it, there's no... <clears throat> Apparent, you know, Elisha looks at the camera and gives some kind of lesson at the end. It's just these young people make fun of Elisha. Elisha calls down bears, bears, maul, 42 of them, and Elisha leaves. I think you kind of have a theme of being disrespectful uh, to God and uh, to God's people, and that if you stay loyal in your walk with God and you're doing and living in His will, that He will protect you and He'll be with you. He's got your back. And, you know, you look at this as well and you think, as Kendall mentioned earlier, this kind of looks like a mob, really, and here's here's God's spokesman possibly getting ready to be taken out. I mean, this was more than a na-na-na-na-na-na kind of, you know, baldy insult thing. It, you know, we were just making light of it a little bit ago with those insults, but but this apparently was more than just that. Maybe this even, was maybe more like threatening. God's, yeah, God's prophet could possibly be in mm-hmm. in trouble. In and uh, so all of them were were mauled to wipe out the threat of um, you know of Elisha getting hurt, yeah, or, or yeah. being killed even. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great scare tactic that uh, youth ministers should use. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If we could have two bears on site all time, at all time in a cage and have this book chapter and verse like put on a wall so on a wall just have like second kings 2 23 through 25 over two cages of bears and every time kids start acting up we just bring it back to that well i don't, I don't think you touched on is the relevance to the fact that they were two she bears yeah you know I obviously don't know. you don't want to make she bears mad because mm-hmm. they can be more vicious than
than he bears. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've heard parents, particularly mothers, talk about, you know, hey, mama bear came out of me. There's something about, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. A little more angry than your average bear. Angry bears. That could be a game. Angry bears. Angry bears. (laughs) The phrase they use, go up, you ball head, is the exact same words go up is the exact same words that were used in the chapter before to describe Elijah going into heaven. So there's like, that's just a small little nugget like where, Mm. so maybe it's like I actually saw in one uh, commentary where maybe these youngsters, they didn't like Elijah because Elijah probably prophesied against them or preached Mm -hmm. against them. So they were happy Elijah was gone. So they, that's might be what they're saying to Elisha is why don't you join them? Go up, go up too, you bald head kind of thing. Well, maybe that is why, why it was a threat. It wasn't like, hey, why don't you just go up like Elijah did? It was more taken like, we're going to send you up. We don't like, we didn't like Elijah all that much. We certainly don't like you either. We'll just send you to the same place he went. Yeah. And so he felt threatened by that and, Called out she bears. Apparently God uh, was like, yeah, that's a justifiable threat. So we'll take care of that. And that concludes this episode of entry number 14, Bear Attack. We are ministers at East Columbus Christian Church in Columbus, Indiana. Of course, we invite you to our services on Sunday mornings, uh, services at 8.30 and 10.45 with Sunday school in between. There are also children's church services during those times as well. We have a Sunday evening worship service at 6 p.m. There are also youth and children's groups on Wednesday nights with a meal at 6 and the lesson and stuff at 6.30. Feel free to contact us at Missed in Sunday School at at gmail.com. And as always, don't take our word for it. Take God's word for it. Catch you later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) See you Sunday. By the way, I saw Ron playing church league softball the other night, and I've seen better hands on a clock. (laughs) I didn't play. I didn't even play.